0: could have used a little more cowbell (laughs) so let's take it again and gene
1: yeah really explore the studio space this time
0: you got it bruce
1: i mean really yeah explore the space okay (laughs) i like what i'm hearing roll it one
0: two
2: three four and this is jeff young the catholic foodie at catholicfoodie.com and you're listening to episode 130 of the catholic foodie toth bacchus and orpheus oh my Welcome, folks, to the Catholic Foodie, where food meets faith. I'm your host, Jeff Young, and today we're talking Mardi Gras. Today is the big day. We're finishing up, we're wrapping up the carnival season here with Mardi Gras. And, man, I tell you, I've got a treat for you. Just the last couple of days, I've uh, brought my recorder along with me as I went to the the various parades we went to, and I just named three of the major ones that we attended over the last couple of days. Uh, Toth on Sunday, Bacchus on Sunday night, and... uh, orpheus on monday so i want to share that with you today also a pig roast this afternoon a pig roast awesome stuff right here at the catholic foodie where food meets faith Sarah reinhardt joins us also and uh today what we're going to do is uh i did bring the recorder along with me to these parades and i was inspired uh by craig poirier you may remember him from last episode he's on facebook i know him through facebook he's uh he communicates a lot with me on the Facebook page, Catholic Foodie Facebook page, at facebook.com slash catholic foodie. And uh, he is a foodie. He's a chef, actually. And uh, anyway, he he made a comment about wanting to come to Mardi Gras one year and how until then he's kind of experiencing the the thrill and the excitement of Mardi Gras vicariously through, through me, through the Catholic Foodie. So I thought, hey, what a great idea. Why don't I bring a recorder along with me to the parades? And I wanted to just test the waters because it's so loud out there. The the amount of people is just insane. So I wanted to kind of test the waters, bring the recorder with me on Sunday and uh, record some stuff and, and see how it turns out. And I was surprised it really did come out, uh, come out good, I think. So anyway, what I'm going to do, this is not going to be me talking right now to you. Instead, I'm going to let these clips roll just like a parade. <laughs> and what I may do is come in from time to time to clarify some stuff for you Particularly some of the the history of Mardi Gras because as I was out on the parade route, the recording came out great. You have the ambiance, you've got the sounds, uh, the crowds, the music, everything. But what I noticed was, <laughs> I mean, if you could have seen me, and I, I should have asked Char to take a picture, it was kind of crazy. I'm standing on two ladders, right? They were kind of next to each other, and so I'm I'm standing on uh, with one foot on uh, a rung of each ladder and uh, we're so we're up there at float level where the floats can see us you know as they're passing the people on the floats who are throwing stuff beads and and doubloons and all of that could see us Uh, i had christopher and my wife char on the left of me and the girls along with big d were on my right and so we have these ladders strewn across and uh, i'm straddling one and in one hand i've got a video recorder so i could record some of the parades, there's some of the floats going by. And in the other hand, I've got my digital audio recorder. And so I've got no, I'm holding on to nothing. I'm just standing up there praying that I don't get pelted with beads by some float goer and uh, wind up breaking my neck. So it was, you know, a little strenuous at times to kind of keep my mind on what I was trying to communicate i was talking about the floats coming up i was trying to recall some of the history to explain what i was seeing and also what would be available there on the video and uh just it was just so much all at one time it was kind of hard for me to keep my train of thought so from time to time i'll pop in and say well here's what it really was right i said this but this is what it really is and then i'll continue to let the um the recordings, the, the uh segments that I recorded out there, I'll continue to let that roll. Anyway, without further ado, I'm gonna go ahead and let this roll. Uh, I think I, I didn't start recording until Lundy Gras, which was uh last night, Monday, uh the Orpheus Parade. So that is gonna be the, the main uh location where you will be with me. And then I'll as I said, you know, I I do refer back to Bacchus and, and Toth and anyway, we're gonna finish up after that we have Sarah Reinhardt coming on uh, with Mary in the Kitchen, but we also have a clip of Will Farrell and something that he said in a toast to Mayor Mitch Andrew once they arrived at Gallier Hall. And then after that, uh, I also have a clip that I took today, this afternoon. We were at a huge party, a big pig roast, a Mardi Gras pig roast right here in, in Covington, and uh, I want to share some clips of that. I, I talked to the chefs who were also theologians <laughs> professors um and and i'll let them tell you all about roasting this big old huge 70 pound pig so without further ado let's get started this is uh this is monday night Lundy gras this is Lundy gras folks uh <laughs> we're down on the parade route on uh, saint charles avenue right across the street from the um, I don't know the name and the the sign. I can't even see right now. But it's a synagogue right on St. Charles. uh, Really close, very close, uh, about a block or so off of uh, Napoleon Avenue, if you're familiar with New Orleans. And um, we're waiting for the Orpheus parade to start. And Orpheus, if I'm not mistaken, was actually uh, started a number of years back by Harry Connick Jr. And it looks like he's going to be in the parade tonight. So very exciting. We'll try to find out more about that soon and let you know. Um, but we're waiting. I mean, it, it was a gorgeous, gorgeous day today. Uh, we're very excited to be back in New Orleans. We came down last night, or really yesterday afternoon around, uh, I guess, uh, goodness. It was early. It was probably noon. And we wanted to make the, uh, the Toth parade. You know, we do Toth every year, and that runs, uh, that rolls, the parade rolls on uh, uh, the Sunday before Mardi Gras. Uh, I think it starts to roll at noon itself. And so we were a little bit late. It took us 45 minutes. Now, you ha- you have to understand, though, uh, yesterday was unusual because I think it was a record. They said on the news last night, uh, as far as the number of parades that 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 rolled yesterday, the single day during Mardi Gras, it we set a record. I can't remember if it was like six or more in Orleans Parish uh, parades that ran. And that's because... Uh, of the weather we had Saturday night. They had uh, a number of parades that were uh, postponed, that were canceled, or not canceled, but postponed for another time. Some of them ran today on Monday, but a few of them ran yesterday. So we had a record number of crews, uh, of cruise, uh, parades that rolled yesterday. It's phenomenal. But at, at the same time, the crowds were insane. I mean, we got down here. It took us 45 minutes just to find a place to park. And we had to park probably a 20-minute walk away from where we were going. I mean, it was just um, crazy, you know. So we were uh, we we finally made it, and we got a, a float coming by here. It's uh, not really a float as much as it is um, uh, just a, a music. It's a Orpheus. This is great, really cool. <laughs> of course, Orpheus has to do with music, and we'll talk more about that a little bit uh, a little bit later. But man, you talk about something. Toes was it was a beautiful, beautiful day. About 60 degrees. We got down to maybe between 55 and 60 degrees most of the day. And uh, it's a long parade. I mean, toes like, ran. I mean, it was it, it it's pretty long. I don't know how many floats. Maybe about 30 floats in there. And right now, oh my goodness, we got. You want to get a picture of that, honey? Picture of the flambeaux if you can. These flambeaux. I mean, they're just unreal. Wow, it's fire. They're walking with fire. <laughs> crazy uh don't want to get too close to that golly catch yourself on fire anyway uh, hopefully have some pictures of that for you in a little while and uh also what was it i was trying to say something i'm losing my train of thought we have the first big float of orpheus coming this way but uh yesterday anyway yesterday was toth and bacchus okay bacchus is the god of wine that's who that uh that that, that parade is named after, that crew. And this year, they, normally Bacchus is one of the, there's a, a few um, crews that every year what they'll do is they, they pick a, uh, a celebrity to be their king for that year. And this year it was Will Ferrell. So uh, it was a lot of fun. And uh, I'm going to wait and maybe get some more uh, information to you about that and what it was like. And some of the things that he said, again, last night, because he did talk last night. Uh, about new orleans and and he had some good things to say and i'll share that with you in a minute right now the first float of orpheus is coming this way and i have to catch some beads so i will talk to you soon i just want to mention cut in here right now and mention that uh, the flambeaux are actually naphtha fueled torches and they're traditionally carried by white-robed black men uh, at least that was the tradition back in the 19th century and uh, the flambeaux actually uh, provided the only light source uh, for nighttime parades back then. Now it's, it's just sort of a it's something that you can we kind of it has no function really because uh, we have electric lights now. But it, it's something that it's highly competitive. I mean, the guys who carry these flambeaus, I mean, it's everybody wants to do it. it. It's amazing when you look at these things. It just to me, you're carrying fuel on your back. <laughs> and you're carrying these lighted, huge lighted torches, and you're dancing around with them on the streets, it, it seems a little dangerous to me. Well, I was uh, just asking uh, an expert over here on, uh, on on Mardi Gras and the Orpheus parade in particular, and uh, that's my wife, Char, and uh, <laughs> she was saying it looks like it looks as if Harry Connick's float is, is uh, on its way down the avenue right now um I'll be here in a couple of minutes but it what happened was you know Lundy gras fat monday was really nothing no big deal for a long time when i was growing up i remember it being really no big deal i mean everything happened on sunday of course bacchus was huge <clears throat> downtown in the corner that whole area bacchus was just insane and then on uh, uh tuesday of course you know you got zulu and rex roll in the morning and they had and this is all in, in orleans parish of course and In Jefferson Parish, over in Metairie, they have other parades, too, that roll at the same time. But uh, in Orleans, you know, you have uh, Zulu and Rex and then the truck, what we call the truck parades, truck floats, that would pass after that. And, uh, oh, it's Brett Michaels. Okay, this is Brett Michaels coming along here. Uh, So, anyway, (laughs) he looks like he's having a good time. Uh, Here comes a big float. But, you know, it wasn't... uh, Lundy Ground wasn't a big deal, and it, it was I, I would i would imagine probably the early 90s uh, mid-90s maybe when Harry Connick Jr. started the Orpheus Parade on Monday night, and uh, I remember, you know, when Char and I were just friends, this was long before, I was still in the seminary actually, it was before we uh, got married, obviously, I was in the seminary here they come, oh, oh, there's uh, Mayor Landrew right there, there you go wow, look <laughs> that is a great float there. Great float. 1993. I was about right there. Yeah, 1993 is when Orpheus started. And uh, it was started by Harry Connick Jr. So that's uh, that's the story there. And it really has changed the way that we celebrate Mardi Gras on Monday, right? Now we don't have a break. There's no day, a break in between parades uh, from Sunday to Tuesday. So monday is now a full parade day and uh, it's a lot of fun it's family friendly up here in uh, in this area of town at least it's very family friendly with these parades uh lots of fun and i've got video of course uh, that will accompany this i will put it on the website over at catholicfooty.com you can check it out i've got some video clips i'm shooting here and i will put that up uh for you uh oh here come the 610 stompers oh you're talking about funny well, these guys are a trip. I'm gonna see if I can get the some video of this. They are uh, it's a bunch of bunch of white guys <laughs> dressed like they're in the you know the 70s, the YMCA kind of thing, and uh, they just they just they're choreographed, they dance and, and and all kind of music. You talk about it's a lot of fun. So let's see what they uh, what they're doing now. Here they come, wearing red sweat jackets <laughs> and. And short, kind of athletic-looking pants. Knee-high socks. Oh, my goodness. Knee-high. They look like they And headbands. Headbands. Oh, my goodness. Right out of 1977. I'm telling you, this is unbelievable. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's fun. There they go. There they go. <laughs> oh, that's great. They are having a ball, man. And I tell you what, you talk about cool looking. These guys look cool. (laughs) Oh my goodness! Oh, here they come! Oh, the way it looks like the way they divide this up is you got two teams. One goes in front of the uh, the 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 truck that's playing all the music, and that team they will. they're doing the dancing right and you got another team behind the truck that'll walk they get to drink water or whatever and uh kind of rest a little bit and then they trade off and they they go take the place of the dancers it's really pretty pretty cool is this uh harry Connick? is maybe harry Connick coming right now so we have more flambeaux, more flambeaux, and they're announcing somebody who are they announcing here he is harry Connick jr that's Harry Connick. There we go. All right, let's see if we can get this on video. Got the camera rolling right now as he... Here he comes. Harry Connick Jr. <laughs> well, I used to love his music when I was growing up. He went to a Jesuit high school here in New Orleans. His uh, father is a judge, I believe, is a judge. And a uh, classy guy. Classy guy. Even if he was uh, educated by Jesuits, you know. <laughs> there he is, Eric Connick Jr., folks. Wow. A lot of fun. It's a big old float. Big old float. And that's what we could have seen last night. Uh, you know, Will Farrell, the king of bacchus you know um my kids love will of course i mean i do too the, the the cowbell right cowbell uh more cowbell uh the saturday night live skit i love that uh, i laugh so hard every time i see it when i think about it and of course, i can't listen to blue oyster cult in, in, in the same way anymore after seeing that skit and uh, you know the kids uh, we saw elf for the first time over christmas uh, break and the Christmas holidays, and uh, they were really excited. And wanted to see Will Farrell. You know my, my son is an acting. and uh, so he kind of looks up to a lot of the, these different actors who can play really amazing uh, range of, of roles. And Will Farrell is, is one of those actors. He's really funny, really funny man. But anyway, so we had hoped to catch him, uh, but unfortunately, Chara didn't have her camera out to take a picture of will ferrell when he passed by and i had gone i made a special 20 minute walking trip to uh the van because my kids had forgotten their their water bottles so i walked all the way back to the van to get the water bottles and by the time i got back of course the float had passed and i missed it so um, anyway i'm gonna I'm pull up some footage on uh, youtube and maybe share that with you uh, tomorrow, which is Fat Tuesday, Mardi Gras. We're not going to be in New Orleans tomorrow. And uh, I will tell you all about that and, uh, in just a while. We got float number three coming. And uh, I guess this must be the queen. There's a queen this year. And big lights, are big lights on the float. So it looks like it's somebody uh, important on that float. But uh, don't know who yet. Uh, let's see if the, the flambeaux are passing and I don't see anything written on there. No, I don't see any signs there, no. Uh, so I don't know who's coming, but I will let you know. You know one of the things that uh, makes New Orleans parades uh, distinctive, I mean, you have parades. You have carnival parades all over the world, right? But what one of the things that makes New Orleans parades... Oh, here comes Cindy Lauper. No way. This is Cindy Lauper. Hold on. Got to get the camera ready. <laughs> Cindy Lauper. Girls just want to have fun. Uh, right? Girls just want to have... I used to love that song. Anyway, this is crazy. Look at her. She's got a camera. She's videoing people. Oh, this is hysterical. Cindy Lauper, woo! I tell you what, it's just uh, there's nothing like it, folks. There's nothing like it. One of the things that make uh, Mardi Gras distinctive around here—they got her strapped in. They got her strapped in so she doesn't get, she not fall over. You know, I'm trying to do too many things at one time. I was holding my, I was holding my camera sideways. Anyway, one of the things that make uh, the New Orleans parade distinctive. Uh, the, the throws, right? We actually throw things from the floats. That's uh, namely mainly, I should say, beads, plastic beads. And some of those beads can be pretty fancy now. They can be pretty fancy, but uh, that doesn't happen in most places in the world. They don't throw things from the, the floats. Um, it's just something kind of particular to to New Orleans and New Orleans parades. But, uh <laughs> And one of the things I've talked about in the past, one of the earlier episodes of The Catholic Foodie, I think back in 2009, the Zulu parade, the Zulu, Zulu runs in the morning, right, on Mardi Gras morning. And what Zulu is famous for, well, a couple of things. First of all, you got this blackface. It's a black crew, right? They're black. But in addition to that, they are, um, I don't know what these girls are wearing. It's kind of strange on horseback very strange uh, <laughs> so as i was saying that that uh, it's a family friendly podcast so i had to edit that out but what i was saying is that uh, zulu one of the things it's, it's famous it's a black crew right but they wear black faces they, they paint themselves black it's uh, very interesting history there uh, and and of course there was a, a point to it and we'll have to go into that later. But the, one of the things that makes Zulu even more distinctive is that they throw not just bees, but also coconuts—real coconuts. And of course, a few years back, somebody somewhere got nailed in the head with one, and that didn't turn out too well. So uh, laws were passed, as laws tend to tend to you know, tends to happen with, with laws—they get passed when someone gets hurt—and they can no longer throw coconuts from the floats. Well, technically. but but they can hand them out, so they do hand out coconuts still, and I saw a number a couple years ago, I saw a number of those coconuts being tossed out maybe not thrown hard but they were tossed out for sure so that was um, very interesting here we go we got another float passing here I don't know what this is who is this? I don't know who is this? who is this? so funny watching people throw from the float when they aren't used to throwing from the float. Uh, like Will Farrell last night when I, I didn't see it as I mentioned but Char was here. She didn't get her camera out in time but she was watching him and she said he was so polite. It's like he was almost nervous to be throwing things from the the float. You know, The funny thing about it, a couple things he was throwing. First of all they have doubloons and the doubloons were, have his image on it as the King of Bacchus that year but in addition to that He was throwing, from the float, cowbells. Can you believe it? Is that not a riot? I love that. Throwing cowbells, of course, uh, making that reference to the Saturday Night Live skit with Christopher Walken, Blue Oyster Cult. Um, I need more cowbell. So a lot of fun. I wish I would have seen that. Here comes a big old float. According to Dwayne, Big D, it's one of the biggest floats ever. And here it comes right now. It's a big old train. I wish you could see this. We're going to have it, though. We'll have it on video over at Uh The name of this float is the Orpheus Smoky Mary. The Smoky Mary. Oh Walton God. and Johnson. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's really cool, though. Oh, my goodness. That's really awesome. That is awesome. Wow. say go no, I can catch something here. I'm trying, I've got two things in my hands, I'm trying to do it. There's my son, he got some. I'm trying not to get hurt. That is a big old float. Golly. Big old float. Wow, that was really cool. <laughs> A big old float, golly, incredible! I don't know how many people they got on that float. That is a big one. What I'm doing, though, is probably not the safest thing in the world. I'm standing on, stretched between two ladders, with a video camera in one hand and a uh, audio recorder in the other. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know. What I don't do, right? What I what I want. What I don't do for for you, right? To get this audio. Uh, anyway, lots of fun. And uh, let's we have a break. We got St. Mary's Academy coming up, uh, a high school here in New Orleans. Their, their band, their marching band, is coming this way right now, and uh, we're gonna take a little break. Now that the royalty has passed, the floats of royalty. Uh, these floats are coming by pretty uh, pretty quickly. The theme this year is uh, nonsense and tomfoolery. That's the theme for Orpheus. And uh, this one, uh, this float right here that's passing by, and it looks like they're backed up a little bit, is called Dance Upon the Devil's Back. Uh, (laughs) They always have interesting uh, themes, and also not just to the the overall, uh, to the, the parade, but also each individual float. They can have very special, oh, almost, I almost got some bees. They got caught on the electrical wires that are here. We're in the neutral ground on St. Charles Avenue, and this is normally where the streetcar will pass. So there's a lot of uh, wires, uh, electrical wires and whatnot, that run along the street here. And if you you could see uh, what I see right now, we have bees just dangling from trees, tree limbs, from uh, wires electrical wires and also, uh, the tree, you know, uh, yesterday, no, earlier today, earlier today, uh, there was a, um, uh, a crew that, that a parade that came by it was the crew of tucks. And they always have bathroom humor as their, um, that's just one of, you know, part of their theme, just a kind of a calling card. And they were throwing out of the floats They were throwing from the float rather, uh, rolls of toilet paper to the people, and then as the float would go by, the people would then start to roll the trees all around uh, all around here on St. Charles Avenue. So you saw St. Charles Avenue from Napoleon all the way down to downtown. It, it, you just got toilet, all the trees, all these beautiful oak trees that are like hundreds of years old, uh, gorgeous down St. Charles Avenue. It's all wrapped in toilet paper. <laughs> so uh, that's just part of the festivities here sometimes, you know. It just takes a good rain, and that'll all disappear. So uh, we got another another marching band walking by right now, and then uh, we got another float. I can see it. It's a big, big face. I can't make out the face right now, but it's huge. It reminds me from from this angle, this distance, it reminds me of uh, uh, Shoney's Big Boy, right? Or the Pillsbury Dough. Remember the Pillsbury Doughboy from uh, Ghostbusters? It's kind of like that. Uh, really far back there looks like it's got blonde hair but i can't tell it could just be lights Uh, but it's coming down here this way and i'll have to let you know who that is once it gets a little bit closer Fun. Craig Craig Poirier, if you're listening, uh, we we we, uh, we miss you. <laughs> Wish you were here. Wish y'all were here. It's it's a uh, it's a lot of fun. I got a kick out of the uh, the comment you made on Facebook about enjoying Mardi Gras vicariously through the Catholic foodie. So <laughs> I'm very happy, very happy to uh, to share this, of course, with the world. But also, anytime y'all want to come down, just let us know. You know, let us know. All right, I have no idea what this float is. It's a big, ugly-looking, weird face. <laughs> looks like a kid, though. It doesn't look like an adult face. Uh, the sign is is, is getting almost to where I could read what the theme of this float. Uh, let's see. I see what looks like fish and maybe even flowers. So flowers and fish and. Uh, I, I'm stumped. I don't know what this is. What is this? It's a little body and a huge, huge head. Uh, Big D's taking a picture. The Yanni Bonnie Boo. The Yanni Bonnie Boo. Yanni Bonnie Boo. Yanni Bonnie Boo. Yanni Bonnie Boo. I don't know. I don't know what it all is about, but guess what? I'm going to try to catch some bees anyway. Throw me something, mister. I
0: me, hey! I
2: hey! I hey! I we got something. It didn't come to me. It came right next. I got uh, Christopher, my son Christopher, and then my, uh, uh, my wife Char. They're right next to me over here. He caught some kind of a glowing thing. I don't know what it is. <laughs> they have. You know, every parade, too, all these crews, they've got distinctive things that they come up with and <clears throat> different uh, trinkets, whether it's, uh, you know, doubloon, special doubloons or uh, a, a, a certain kind of a, um, uh, like the, the beads, but they're especially made just for that, like I'm wearing some right now. I called it Toth, and it says Toth. Bacchus last night, by the way, the theme was the uh, uh, Louisiana Bicentennial. And uh, so, the you know, I caught beads that have... That kind of um, incorporated. It's it's a piece that's incorporated into uh, the, the the strand of beads. So they all, they throw now they're throwing things that are like you know they glow in the dark. You have something that looks like an Orpheus something. Or this is the train. That's a train. That's really cool. Very cool. So another big float coming, but uh, we're gonna take a break and uh, we'll be back in just a bit. As you can tell, that was quite fun. <laughs> we had a great time. I think that's it for the audio on uh, uh, Monday night, uh, Orpheus. Great parade. We're going to make that a new annual tradition. We really thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. It was one of the best parades we went to, we've been to in years, actually. Uh, toth we make every year on Sunday because it's, uh, usually the weather is fantastic. It's sunny, it's cool, and uh, it's just a lot of fun. It's a good parade. Bacchus, uh, Bacchus we do every year, too, on Sunday evening and Sunday night. And uh, now... We are going to make Orpheus uh, a a must do every year. We have to do Lundy Grove now. As those parades roll, what they normally do the ones that are uptown that area uh, they go down Saint Charles Avenue. They will eventually they arrive in front of Gallier Hall, and uh, usually they have uh, the city council is set up over there. The mayor's there, and he will address the king or the queen or whatever it may be of the crew. And toast them as well. And on Sunday night. Now of course we were not at Gallier Hall. I didn't see this in person. I didn't even get to see Will Ferrell in person. But I did find this on YouTube later. Actually it wasn't YouTube. It was on WWL TV's website. And uh, what happened was. I mean Will Ferrell's a funny guy. So Mitch Landrieu, uh Mayor Landrew is uh, toasting him. And gives him a key to the city. And then Will Ferrell says a few words. Uh, also which of course are always as, as you can imagine funny but I have a clip here and it is of that little scene and uh, let's take a listen to it we got that you
0: as one of the greatest conferences we have ever had so we've retreated the streets and we're going about you Thank you, the greatest city in the world. New Orleans. And thank you for making Mardi Gras such an amazing experience, I only to the city of New Orleans and the state of Louisiana, but the entire world. And now I know what Mardi Gras is truly about. So thank you. Thank you so much. Kim Glaucus would like to present to you key to the city of New Orleans you're of course, you don't need it because you own the city of New Orleans. And there's nothing in the vault anyway. hey, Alex, Thank you so much. And thank you for uh, this beautiful key to the city. I now know how to get into all of your houses at one time. So,
2: <laughs> Humor, as you can imagine, right? A uh, lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. He said, uh, "New Orleans, arguably the the greatest city in all the world." So I, I you know, I I kind of took a liking to that. I thought that was fantastic. Uh, but he now knows what Mardi Gras is all about, and uh, I think that's a it's a great thing. And again, Mardi Gras is a family um, event. It it is not the crazy stuff that you may see in the news across the world. Uh, crazy things that happen on Bourbon Street. Bourbon Street is just one street and one city and one state. And uh, and that's it. It's not it's not the whole picture. Uh matter of fact, it's a it's a um well, it's a deviation from what's what's normal. And what's normal is family fun out on a parade route. And you know, I mentioned earlier that the thing that's really distinctive about New Orleans parades are the throws, right? We throw things from the parade. They throw things from the float, so it's the bees, the doubloons. Um, Zulu throws coconuts, all that. But here's what happens: what what does that do? What it does is it makes you, you're not just a when you're there for the parade, you're not just a spectator. You're a participant. You you by by throwing things from the floats, they make you a participant in the parade itself, and uh, it makes all the difference in the world. I've been to Disney World several times. I've been to other places where they have just wonderful, beautiful parades. Of course, you see the Macy's Day Parade for Thanksgiving every year and all that wonderful stuff, but it's just not the same. In those those venues, you're just a spectator. You're just watching people parade down the the street, and and they can have beautiful floats and everything else, but you're just a spectator. Here, you're a participant. Everybody, everybody. They call it the greatest free show on earth. Everybody who is there participates. We're all included. So that's really an incredible thing about the New Orleans Mardi Gras parades. So I hope you enjoyed those sound scene uh, uh, clips uh, of Mardi Gras. It gave you maybe a little taste of what it's like out there on the parade route. Uh, it is now time for us for Mary in the Kitchen with Sarah Reinhardt. I'm going to bring her on in just a second. And we're going to follow that up with a clip from uh, earlier today. Uh, we were at a, at a pig roast. Wonderful celebration with about 120 or so people. Uh, it's a big party. And I, I, I've got something I want you to hear there too. So first of all. Welcome to Sarah Reinhardt.
1: Hi, I'm Junie. And I'm Ray, And And this is Mary in the 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 Kitchen 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 with Sarah (laughs) Reinhardt.
3: I love pizza. It's probably amazing that I still do love pizza with the unabashed enthusiasm I do, given how much of it I have eaten over the years. My kids love pizza, too. My husband indulges my pizza habit at least once a week. We limit it to that because, well, I'm not in college anymore and we have a family to feed. I've experimented with homemade crusts and will probably be doing more of that because, you know, I listen to the Catholic foodie and can't help but be inspired by the pool of drool that happens whenever Jeff talks about his homemade pizzas. That and my mother-in-law makes us homemade pizza that is just amazing. Over the years, I've noticed that pizza seems to be the universal food to attract a crowd. It seems guaranteed to get a group of teens to descend. And have you ever seen a group of hungry adults faced with steaming boxes of the local favorite? There's an appeal to pizza that just can't be denied. Mary's a lot like that, once you get to know her. Sometimes, it seems like she's more like sushi or caviar, an acquired sort of taste and even a little scary to try. But when I'm in my kitchen, surrounded by the warm smells of cooking food and the conversation that happens around my table, whether there's a meal there or not, I think of Mary, I think of her when I'm doing the chores, from scrubbing floors to cleaning counters, from preparing another meal to taking care of more dishes, from hugging a mug of coffee to sneaking in some reading time. Mary is there, in the mundane and the ordinary, in the extraordinary graces and blessings that can be found from the things we do every single day, sometimes without even thinking. She's there in the joy of pizza. Whether I'm making it from scratch or delighting in takeout, she smiles along with me as I fill myself with one of my favorite foods. How can she not be there? Our lives are filled with her if we only take the time to see her. And when we see her, we're sure to see her son. He's always right there with me.
2: Thank you so much Sarah. That's Sarah Reinhardt folks over at snoringscholar.com. And Sarah, you'll be happy to know that uh we actually had pizza after the Bacchus parade on uh Sunday night. We went to uh a, it's a pizza place down here that's really spread uh incredibly fast across the country. It's called Naked Pizza and uh it's, it used to be called the original name was uh world's healthiest pizza. And it's got I mean the crust is made with with special uh flowers and um it's got probiotics and and a lot of what they the ingredients and so it's a really healthy pizza world's healthiest pizza right but world's healthiest pizza wasn't a a very um i don't know enticing name so they changed their name to naked pizza to kind of i guess get people's attention and it must be working because they're, they're springing up all over the country but it started right here in new orleans and we went to the original Location after the Bacchus parade and picked up a couple of pizzas to eat on the way home, and boy, that's a uh, probably another story for another podcast. I could talk all about how the Catholic foodie went to uh, Sunday's parade, you know, the Toth and Bacchus, without bringing any food. <laughs> we normally do arrange for food ahead of time, but this time uh, was a long story. I'm gonna save it for another time. But we were starving when we left on Sunday uh, Sunday night, so. Thank you again, Sarah. You can find Sarah over at snoringscholar.com. Well, it is Mardi Gras day already. Mardi Gras day. Can't believe it. Carnival season just flies by, you know, when you're having fun. That's what happens to time. And uh, we got lots of folks here. We are at a party. It's a it's a pig roast really. They were roasting pigs. I think they were up at what three something, three thirty this morning, uh, putting these pigs on to roast. That was
0: taking
2: my first bite. Oh, first bite. All right. Got lots of lots of good stuff here. I'm gonna I'm gonna go talk to the chefs now. These are guys I've known these guys for years and years. Dr. Chris Baglow, Dr. Danny Burns. Uh, who who else? All uh, Scott McKenzie was in there. And uh, who else? Who else? I said that. I said that. So those are the three ringleaders. Huh? They're the ones that uh, kind of put it all together, and uh, they they extend the invitation to family, friends, and, and you know, we probably have a hundred or plus people here. Uh, they have a very small, very very small parade in Covington on Mardi Gras Day. Now that parade is <laughs> it's kind of a joke uh, in our family. I mean, if you blink, you miss it. I mean, it's it's a very short, really 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 short parade. So that's not the, the point of being here, although the, the house is very close to the, uh, the parade route. Uh, no, the, the, the reason to be here is uh, for all the, the good folks, you know, the friends and family who get together, and the good food, of course. And uh, we're going to talk to the chefs about these pigs. I just need to make my way right over there to uh, see what's going on. I got a friend of mine over here. Bill Batson. How you doing today? What's going on, Bill? Just grilling and chilling. What you got on the grill right now? That's, well, let's see. We got uh, a custom order here. We got some uh, ribeye steaks that they put a lot of garlic and seasonings on. We got some chorizo here on the left, and we got uh, spicy chicken legs on the right. Gotta love them spicy chicken legs. You know, man, they're looking good, too. Now, this is just a uh, custom order. Now, what else did y'all have cooking today? I uh, had all kinds of sausage chorizo, green onion sausage, boudin, all of it, whatever's out there. We were putting it on the grill. Even regular hot dogs. Even regular? Oh, wow. Even regular hot dogs. <laughs> now, now, if folks don't know what boudin is, what, can you tell them what it is?
1: It's a, a sausage. Primarily, the base is rice. can contain all kinds of other spices and chicken. You know, you put shrimp, crawfish in it if you want. It's kind of a what-you-got sausage.
2: That's right. That's right. All kinds of different uh, boudin. We love that. That's some good stuff. Hell, yeah. Well, awesome. It's sound, the grill, I love the sound of that grill going, don't you? It smells good, too. Uh, it does. There's good enough garlic in there. There aren't going to be vampires around here anytime soon. <laughs> well, there shouldn't be. We're going into <laughs> Lent. So. All right. Well, thank you so much.
1: Hey, no problem. I'm having a snow hair day. I understand.
2: And uh, here's another friend of mine, Scott McKenzie. Who is one of the ringleaders of this uh, venture today? Yes, um, yes, yes. What are we doing? I mean, this is like a pig roast. Is that right? What What happened? Yeah, it's a It's a reason to drink early time. Early time. You got to get up early to drink early times, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the Mardi Tr- Gras. It's a good absolutely. any 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 reason, right, for absolutely. a party. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And it's so, a wonderful pig, and we're making some great food and good friends. Good friends. Good fam. Good food. Now, tell me about this pig. What y'all do? Y'all were up early, huh, doing this pig? Yeah, we were up around uh, three. Well, no, it really started the day before, right there, Danny? Yes, it
1: did, the day before. Uh, we started, um, well, we uh, we injected it uh, with, uh, you know, Cajun injector stuff, Creole butter, um, and then folded it up, put it in the garbage bag, and put it in the fridge in the back, in the back fridge.
2: And this is like a whole pig?
1: Yes, yeah, 70-pound whole pig, head-on. Tail on, head to tail, snout to nose, right, right. Well, snout to tail. There
2: you go. Now, when you get it, though, when you when you get it, it's already cut down the middle. Is that right? Is it cut That's down right. the middle?
1: You know, of course, yeah. It's uh, it's it, it, it's butterflied, right. like we say. Um, you know, the organs removed. You know, all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's cleaned up, it's beautiful pig, right? Uh, and it's it, it's. I'm not sure. It's not technically a suckling pig, but it's still a very, very young and small pig for 70 pounds. Right. You know?
2: So what you do is you have it in this bag, and it kind of marinates
1: right. and just
2: sits. How long does it do that?
1: Oh, well, anywhere from 12 to 24 hours. Uh, this particular pig was marinating for about 12. About 12, yeah.
2: All right, and then uh, so that meant that if you wanted to have this party at a certain time, you had to get up kind of early to to cook it, right?
1: That's correct. Uh, we got the fire going for uh, for about two forty-five, and the pig was on for three fifteen. Wow! Yeah. So
2: that's an early Mardi Gras day, there, folks.
1: It was, yeah. We have, yeah, we had a ball. I mean, this is, you know, we do this once a year, right? So, uh, um, yeah, it was a ball. We had a three fifteen. We had me and uh, you know, and Scott and Chris out here, and uh, we cooked breakfast. You know, we they have a, we have a live fire going. So I was frying up eggs, frying up sausage, you know, four o'clock in the morning on an open fire in a skillet. You know, it's just, you know, having a ball, drinking lots of coffee. Yeah.
2: And what, uh, you know, folks don't know, I know about the, uh, this about you, but other folks don't know this yet, but you are actually a uh, professor. You teach at a seminary. You're a theologian.
1: <laughs> That's correct.
2: And and, and, and a cook.
1: <laughs> Uh, yeah, do my best. That's right.
2: So since since I now have a, a, a bona fide theologian right here, I have to ask you this question: Is, is Mardi Gras Catholic?
1: <laughs> it's as Catholic as a crucifix, right? <laughs> right. You know, because this is uh, you know we're pride, we're Catholics, pride themselves of being an Easter people, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we're so we're kind of celebrating Easter in anticipation. Of Easter, right. so we, we do we do the uh, we we do the Easter bit here, and then we, we go into very beautiful, very penitential, uh, you know, Lenten season that we're all very you know familiar with, uh, which Catholics also equally enjoy, right? As much as we love excess, we also love uh, the, opposite, the opposite. right?
2: Yeah, it's like it's kind of like the both and of life, you know. We you, you, you we take it all in, right?
1: That's correct. Yes, correct. We love it every every second of it.
2: That's really fantastic. And uh, it is a great celebration, too, of family and friends. How many people you think are here today?
1: Uh, well, we had, uh, I can tell you that the, that the Evite we sent out had 120 something respondents that, that said that they were coming. Um, uh, you know, we didn't get an actual physical head count, but going from that, around 120 or so.
2: That's a big party. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> All right. Well, happy Mardi Gras.
1: Happy Mardi Gras. Lise de Vente Roulet. Amen. <laughs> Amen. From the rooter to the tutor, read it all.
2: <laughs> yep, that was a lot of fun. That uh, that party was a lot of fun. And uh, I certainly hope that you have enjoyed this uh, sound scene tour, if you will, of Mardi Gras down here in New Orleans. This does bring us to the end of the show. I do want to uh, remind you, though, that SQPN, the StarQuest Production Network, is continuing their annual giving campaign and uh if you have not yet become a friend of SQPN, please do so. You can go you can go to uh SQPn.com uh slash donate or just go to the homepage, sqpn.com, and then up in the right hand corner there, there's a little image. You can click on that and uh and make a donation. And any any amount is 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 great, right? Any amount will help. So please do consider becoming a friend of SQPN. Help us to continue to produce excellent Catholic content. Out there on the internet. Thanks again for listening. I hope you have a wonderful our remainder of Mardi Gras so almost over here, and also a blessed Lent. Lent is Lent starts tonight at at midnight. So we move into Ash Wednesday, uh, and and in anticipation of that, happy Lent and bon appetit.